Well, hello and welcome to Bible Prophecy for Today. This channel is where I discuss controversial topics and news headlines that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media. And I do it all from a West Texans biblical point of view. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for Today. So I got some news and views, guys, that you're going to want to hear about. So the signs of the end times are everywhere and two gay men give their dog monkeypox. One honest doctor finally tells the truth on the vax, and Canada's leading cause of death is... You're never going to believe it until you hear it. Anyway, listen in today, guys, and I'm going to tell you what their leading cause of death is, and might I say it's probably the leading cause of death all over the world. So let's jump into some headlines, shall we? Guys, heading on over here to technocracy.news. We're going to head to technocracy.news. This article is posted by Raymond uh Krejcik via Breitbart so it was originally posted on Breitbart so this is about Yuval Harari and I know you guys hear me talk about this a lot talk about him a lot uh there's a lot of people that are talking about this guy now and with good reason so Harari what's he say this is a quote don't need the vast majority of the population Un quote so Yuval Noah Harari historian futurist and world economic forum advisor said we just don't need the vast majority of the population in the early 21st century given modern technologies rendering human labor economically and militarily redundant he says Harari's remarks were made in an interview with Chris Anderson the head of the TED published on Tuesday he assessed widespread contemporary disillusionment among common people as being rooted in a fear of being left behind in a future run by smart people such fears are justified he added given his projection that emerging technologies will displace economic needs to many categories of existing work he says a lot of people sense that they are being left behind and left out of the story, even if the material conditions are still relatively good. In the 20th century, what was common to all the stories, the liberal, the fascist, the communist, is that the big heroes of the story were the common people, not necessarily all people. But if you lived, say, in the Soviet Union in the 1930s, life was very grim. But when you looked at the propaganda posters on the walls that depicted the glorious future, you were there. You you looked at the posters which showed steel workers and farmers in heroic poses and it was obvious that this is the future now when people look at these posters on the wall or listen to ted talks they hear a lot of uh, a lot of these big ideas and big words about machine learning and genetic engineering and blockchain and globalization and they are not there they are no longer part of the story of the future and i think that again this is hypothesis he goes he says this is quoted from yuval narari folks yuval goes on to say if i try to understand and to connect to the deepest resentment of people in many places around the world part of what might be going there is people realize and they're correct in thinking that that the future just doesn't need me you have all these smart people in california and in new york and in beijing and they are planning these amazing future with artificial intelligence and bioengineering and a global connectivity and whatnot and they don't need me Maybe if they are nice, they will throw some crumbs my way like universal basic income, but it's much more psychologically uh, to feel that you are useless than to feel that you are exploited. Harari contrasted the 20th century with the 21st century while forecasting what he said is the current 
centuries and futures economy uh, economies progressively diminishing need for human beings he said and i quote if you go back to the middle of the 20th century and it doesn't matter if you're in the united states with roosevelt or if you're in germany with hitler or if you're in the ussr with stalin and you think about building the future then your building materials are those millions of people who are working hard in the factories in the farms the soldiers you need them you don't have any kind of future without them and then he says now fast forward to the 21st century when we just don't need the vast majority of the population he concluded because because the future is about developing more and more sophisticated technology like artificial intelligence and bioengineering most people don't contribute anything to that except perhaps for their data and whatever people are still doing which is useful these technologies increasingly will make redundant and will make it possible to replace people folks you can read the rest of that story at breitbart.com yes folks that was quoted from the very mouth of yuval harari who is the main advisor to klaus schwab in the world economic forum are you getting a sense here folks are you beginning to understand what the hecky darn is really going on my mom would say hecky darn do you get it do you see it folks hello what was that mcfly mcfly hello they don't care they don't need us it's been going on for a long time they have been poisoning our air poisoning our water poisoning our food supply and hello they don't even care do they try to hide it now heck no they are blazing brave they don't care like this is what we're doing and what are you going to do about it basically is what they're saying and i always remember i always quote revelation 11 god has to come back to destroy those who are destroying his earth folks this article uh, is brought to us also on technocracy.news technocracy.news is patrick wood is the original author you can find it at technocracynews.com or you can find it on right bark anyway guys check it out but as we go along this is what's happening and it's only going to get worse so i want to read something to you guys okay this is okay i want you uh, just pay attention i know you guys some of y'all who listen to me are not believers and uh, i pray that you will be i do i pray that um and some of you are believers and you're like very downtrodden and you're like oh my gosh everything is like look at this world well, of course look at the world it's falling apart of course it is satan is the little g god of this world what do you think was gonna happen in this world uh yeah so father god is gonna send his son jesus christ to come back and like has to take control again right he's gonna rule from jerusalem he's gonna rule from the throne of david and that is going to happen it will physically actually really happen and when the bible says that when god regathers his people back to their land the second time guess what folks there is no third time there's only a second time and they are there right now guys if you listen to hope for our times go check it out you're going to be uh oh, he did a fantastic update um yeah go go check that out it's hope for our times and they have an app as well but let's go ahead and read this this is matthew chapter 24 and this i'm going to start in verse 3 this is the signs of the times and the end of the age now as he sat on the mount of olives the disciples came to him privately and saying tell us when will the when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age and jesus answered and said to them take heed that no one deceives you 
or many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. So guys, think about it. We see the beginning of all this. This is all coming about and it's coming about very, very, very quickly. So, and again, he goes on to say, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. And I don't think I have to tell you guys that that's already happening. It's going on all around this. You have the Russia, Ukraine, you got China, Taiwan. You have all these nations against nations and, and uh, rumors of wars and wars. And so things are only going to intensify until Christ comes. And so here Jesus is telling us what the days are going to look like, what it's going to look like. And he says, this is the beginning of sorrow. So we already see these things happening. Like there's always been wars and rumors of wars. Like these things have always, you know, gone on and, you know, everything. But we can see now they are intensifying and it's more global and it's happening quicker. And not only that, not only that, guys, but earthquakes. You can actually go to a website, to the U.S. Geology website, and you can see how many earthquakes are happening on a daily basis and compare those to years past folks it's happening i mean quickly like a whole and look at the weather look at the crazy weather now you know they're probably manipulating our weather i'm sure i'm pretty sure they have been um you can go to geoengineeringwatch.org and check it out for yourself and learn a whole lot of stuff there but uh yeah they've been manipulating things for a very long time and so it's all coming to a head right now and you see everything converging we had the apostasy of the church which is the falling away from the truth that is happening at rapid speeds you see like in second timothy where they'll just want people to come in just to itch their ears i mean just just itch our ears you know don't tell us the truth don't tell us what the bible tells us don't correct us don't rebuke us don't rebuff us no no, no. just tell us the good stuff we just want to hear good things like your best life now and god just wants you happy healthy and wealthy no 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 um did you see did you see the apostles did you see how every one of them died mm, did you see that have you read that did you look at history yeah you know yeah but this is what has crept into the church you have gnosticism in the church you have satanic worship you've got wicca you have them doing enneagrams in the church folks this is satanic all of this is satanic go watch spencer smith's documentary on all of this stuff third adam uh, the rise of the divine feminine all of this so go check all of this out and you're gonna be like whoa what yeah it's all it's all coming to a point anyway um today john hollers uh, uh his bravo prophecy update was on point today if you guys haven't checked it out go 
check it out. They do have the app, which is Fellowship Bible Chapel. Check that out as well. Go download the app. But um, guys, you've got to stay aware. And he did say something during his program today. Early on, he goes, you got to be very careful who you listen to. I guess some people send him stuff a lot. Um, and I'm sure he gets, like he said, thousands of emails every day. But um, some people send him some stuff. And it's Gnosticism. So you, like he said, you had to be very careful who you watch. And you really do. You've got to be careful who you listen to, who you read, what books, what authors, all kinds of things, right? You need to know what they believe. And, you know, they could have, like, the perfect uh, statement of faith on their website. But do they live by that statement of faith? Do they preach by that statement of faith? Do they teach by that statement of faith? Or, like, for me, do I talk by my statement of faith? That I have the same statement of faith as the Calvary Chapel Network. That's the same. I adopt their same um, statement of faith that do I live up to that do I talk about that do I tell you guys anything that is heretical anything like that if I ever do somebody better email me at bible prophecy the number four today at outlook.com or you can go to the website at bible prophecy the number four today.com let me know and if I ever say anything um, that is unbiblical, that is not true, please let me know. I'm not one of those people that are like, you know, whatever. No, please. You know, yeah. So only follow those people who are doctrinally sound. Spencer Smith says it all the time. Doctrine matters. And doctrine does matter. Folks, I'm telling you, if you guys uh, are not paying attention to who you're listening to and you're just listening to anybody and everybody and you don't know the word of God, if you don't read your Bible number one you're not gonna know if somebody's lying to you or not you're not gonna know if somebody's trying to deceive you or not but if you read your word of God you read the Bible and then somebody tells you something you're like eh, eh, eh. the Holy Spirit's gonna be putting a check in your spirit and saying that's not right that's not right but like I said if you don't read the word you're not gonna know my mom taught me that from the office I was probably five I was probably younger than probably four uh, when she told me that and uh, so yeah so folks as you can see in Matthew uh, chapter 24 the um when he talks about the everything that's going on the end of the of the age and the times and the signs like we can see all of that happening right now we can see in like in second timothy tells us these things as well folks so timothy peter folks get in the word of god and you're going to know that everything we talk about that are in the headlines right now is in the bible and the bible told us that these would happen you know him you love him you got it he's my favorite it is leo holman h-o-h-m-a-n-n dot com yuval noah harari spills the beans we just don't need the vast population or majority of the population technology will make it possible to replace the people Top World Economic Forum advisor Yuval Noah Harari has declared in a recent interview that the vast majority of the world's 7.5 billion people are simply no longer needed due to technological advances in artificial intelligence, machine learning, and bioengineering. Folks, go show Leo some love. Go show him some love at leohoman.com. So he wrote an article about that as well, folks. You can see it's coming up. And another thing I wanted to talk about everything that's going on you see they're coming after trump mar-a-lago like all this stuff folks have 87 87,000 new irs agents well what do you think they're going to use those for they're not going after the rich people you want to know why because the wealthy people that make over four hundred thousand dollars there's like less than two percent of the population less than two percent you think you need eighty-seven thousand irs agents to go after two percent of the population no they're coming after you and me they come out of people who make you know who was most audited last year in 2020 people who made less than seventy five thousand dollars a year that's right 
That's right, folks. Get your head on straight. Realize what is going on, folks. Realize what's going on. All right. So the tablet. Guys, go to tabletmag.com. Tabletmag.com. Sanctification of George Soros. How the left stop worrying about Soros, the billionaire, and learn to love Soros, the Jew. Yeah, this is by James Kerchick. James Kerchick. Two weeks ago, George Soros took to the op-ed pages of the largest paid circulation newspaper in the United States to explain why he has spent tens of millions of dollars backing progressive district attorneys and candidates across the country. Americans desperately need a more thoughtful discussion about our response to crime. The billionaire philanthropist began in a piece for the Wall Street Journal titled, Why I Support Reform Prosecutors decrying that the demagoguery and divisive partisan attacks that dominate the debut and obscure uh, the issues. Soros um, elucidated his reasons for championing prosecutors who support, among other things, abolishing cash bail, reducing prison time for violent offenders, and declining to prosecute whole categories of crimes altogether. The scope of Soros' uh, efforts has been extensive through a combination of direct contributions to candidates, subventions to political action committees, and funding of other third-party groups via his Open Society Foundation. Soros has spent upwards of $40 million over the past decade helping to elect some 75 prosecutors in metropolitan areas, ranging from Los Angeles to Philadelphia, Manhattan to St. Louis. His pursuit of this agenda has been met with no small amount of controversy, and in some cases, active resistance in san antonio i'm sorry who in san francisco the soros back district attorney uh chesa boudin lost a recall vote earlier this year following a disastrous tenure marked by sharp increases in both violent and petty crimes george gaskin a soros backed prosecutor in los angeles will also face a recall it was no doubt in response to the backlash his public uh, efforts have caused that Soros decided not unreasonably to defend his political interventions. I have done it transparently, he wrote in the art journal of his massive outlays. And I have no intention of stopping, he says. Well, come on down here. And it says, uh, a week after Soros published his piece in the journal under his own name, proudly and defiantly justifying his expenditure of vast sums aimed at sparking a revolution in the administration of municipal criminal justice, Florida Senator Marco Rubio introduced an amendment to the $750 billion, guess folks with a B as in boy, climate and tax bill aimed at siming this agenda by providing funds for local law enforcement to keep violent criminals behind bars. The measure had no chance of passing, and when the Dem Democratic-led Senate predictably rejected it, Rubio took to Twitter, and the Democrats just blocked my effort to try and force Soros-backed prosecutors to put dangerous criminals in jail. Folks, I'm telling you, this is what lawlessness... I could go on and on and on. I could read more and more of these things, but it's all coming down to lawlessness, just like Jesus uh, told us would be in the end days. A lot of stuff. Let's get to the one headline that I had talked about. So check this out. So if I'm going to play you a clip, and this is from GBN Steinline. So Mark's take on the vaccine uh, debate. This is GBNews.UK, and I'm going to play this for you guys right now. Alberta on this show the leading cause of death in alberta is now go on take a guess take a wild guess cancer heart disease no the leading cause of death is cause unknown 
unknown causes was the leading cause of death in Alberta last year. That category leads the way over dementia, which has been in the top spot since 2016. A couple of years ago, unknown cause of death was unknown. There were just a mere 500 or so, uh, if you ever look at this uh, graphic of unknown causes. Look at that. 2019, there were just uh, 500 uh, unknown causes of death. Uh, now it's 3,362. The leading cause of death is unknown. You're likely, you're more likely to die from an unknown cause in a first world society than anything else. There's a lot of unknown cause going around. What are the early symptoms? The warning signs of unknown cause. Beats me, nobody knows. That's why they call it unknown cause. What's causing all this unknown cause of death? Is it climate change? Transphobia? Or could it be that I'm just thinking outside the box here. Could it be that this sudden unprecedented epidemic of unknown causes is in some way connected to the unprecedented universal medicalization of the entire population? I'm not saying it is. Don't pick up the phone and call Ofcom right now. I'm just saying. So there you have it, folks. The unknown cause of death is the number one cause of death in Canada. And I'm going to guarantee you, probably in the UK and the United States and Australia and who everywhere where this vaccine was prevalent. This leads me to my next article. Finally, one honest doctor comes forward to report the death and devastating injuries linked to the COVID-19 vaccine. Guys, you can check this out at creators.com. Creators.com originally found this article at Newsbreak at Newsbreak.com. This article is written by Wayne Allen root is posted august the 21st of 2022 so let's check out this new article which leads us right over here to this one finally one honest doctor comes forward to report the death and devastating injuries linked to the covid19 vaccine this article is written by wayne root wayne allen root so he says it's really that it's really that bad i believe the covid19 vaccine is clearly the worst medical experiment and health care disaster in history the results are all around us just tune into the news or sports or tmz celebrities athletes even doctors are dropping dead left and right in numbers never seen in history if you don't believe me why not ask the life insurance executives they're reporting deaths up anywhere from 20 percent to 40 percent since the vaccines debuted this these are non-COVID-19 deaths. This is a number never seen in history. Even during World War II, deaths were not about 20% to 40% across the USA. Not even close. Recently, I reported on my personal experience. So many of my friends and even wedding guests from just this past November are dead, dying, or very sick. It's a cluster of cancer, heart attacks, strokes, and serious illness but only among the vaccinated. No one I know who is unvaccinated is sick. Not one person. Then, just days ago, I reported on seven doctors who died suddenly in Canada in a 14-day period. All not just vaccinated, but based on Canadian mandates, almost certainly quadruple vaccinated. Including in that remarkable list are five dead doctors, all young, who died within just a few days of one another in one city, Toronto.
But the real issue is the ones who aren't dead from the COVID-19 vaccine but are injured and or disabled. They'll be vulnerable to pain, misery, and poverty for the rest of their lives. Based on what a trusted source just disclosed to me, we are in for a world of trouble. A credible doctor has come forward. He, she wants to remain anonymous for fear of losing his her medical license for telling the truth about vaccine injuries. Let's call this doctor, Dr. Smith. Let's say he practices on the East Coast as a podiatrist. His practice is over 60% older, right? 65 years old and above. Dr. Smith believes about 95% of his patients are vaccinated. The results are devastating. The unvaccinated patients are fine. No major illness or problems. But Dr. Smith says over 80% of the vaccinated patients are very sick since vaccination. What is Dr. Smith seeing? First, the vaccinated are dying off. Second, he sees heart attacks, strokes, and blood clots in incredible numbers. Third, they're getting rare and advanced stage four forms of cancer. Many of his patients were in cancer remission, but suddenly post-vaccine, the cancer has come roaring back, except now it's spread everywhere in their bodies. He used to see skin cancer once or twice a month. Now he sees it several times a week. Thyroid cancer has skyrocketed. And he reports that it's always diagnosed after they get the booster jab. They're suffering terrible neurological diseases such as Parkinson's disease. They're experiencing terrible shingles outbreaks. They're suffering serious intestinal issues like colitis and diverticulitis. Other strange issues he has never seen before. So many of his patients are experiencing terrible eye issues. One patient went suddenly blind in one eye while driving. He's also seeing more elderly patients experiencing falls than ever before. After hip or knee replacement, Dr. Smith's patients used to recover quickly. Now, if they're vaccinated... They often experience terrible post-operative complications and need to be hospitalized. After seeing or hearing about all these injuries, Dr. Smith always asks, what's changed? Are you doing anything different? Are you on any new medications? The answer is always nothing new, but I just got my COVID-19 booster shot. And there's the issue of aging. Dr. Smith's older patients have aged horribly, literally overnight since being vaccinated. They feel it in they themselves. They say, I'm falling apart. I've aged so badly in the past year. I feel like I'm 100 years old. What's happening? I feel so old. Nothing in my body works anymore. But everything worked fine one year ago. They were aging slowly and beautifully. What aged so, or what changed so radically? They were vaccinated. It's all been downhill since. Finally, just today, one of Dr. Smith's older patients announced his four-year-old great-granddaughter has cancer. He was devastated. Dr. Smith asked, was she vaccinated? The patient replied, yes. Why do you ask? No one gets it. It's as if everyone is brain dead, clueless, delusional, or brainwashed. These signs are everywhere. How many of you know someone who was vaccinated and died or suffered a bad illness soon thereafter? We all do. He goes on to say, wake up America. I believe this COVID-19 vaccine is the worst medical experiment in healthcare disaster in history. Um, it says, and here's the really frightening part. This is just the beginning. The vaccines only became widely available about 18 months ago. It surely is going to get much worse, he says. So Wayne Allen Root is known as the conservative warrior. Folks, they want to depopulate the earth. They're not hiding it. They have no secrecy anymore. They think they are in complete power and there's nothing that us peasants can do about it. So they're already telling us what they're going to do before they do it. If we look over in the UK, they've already shut off the gas there. Folks, what do you think their winter is going to look like over there? Here in the United States, you know, we have a lot of resources. 
and I'm not sure how it is in the UK, but you know, they're buying their oil from Russia. And so there's a lot of stuff in this world that's going on and they are predicting next year that there will be a famine of biblical proportion. And if you think they were talking about a dark winter, what do you, what do you think they were referring to? Biden kept saying it over and over again. It's got to be a dark winter. Now they're all saying a dark winter. We're going to build back better. What do you think? They got to tear it all down first. Man, I tell you what. You guys over there in the UK and in London and, you know, those areas over there that where it gets really, really cold, you guys, and you really need that heat and you're, you know, you guys use that oil. I would be looking into other ways to heat your home. Maybe... Um, alternative ways to heat your home i'll be looking into that now there's a lot of survivor uh youtube channels on there a lot of people on there. mama bear uh, prepper is one of them alaskan prepper um stuff like that i would be checking into that now while you can while there's still energy while there's still internet while there's still a way to look at that and write it down uh, don't store it on a device because you know if they do an emp or like whatever they can wipe out that uh, we'll be back to primitive ages. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that they can do. There's a lot of things that they're talking about. I don't know what they're going to do. I know what the Bible says. I know what the Bible says it's going to look like. So if you're not a believer, you might as well really start paying attention to um, things that you can do. If you are a believer, there's no telling how long we will be left here um, on the earth until the, the tribulation really starts, until the Antichrist goes and he signs or he confirms that covenant makes it stronger a beer is what that is um and uh protect you know puts that puts that covenant there's already a covenant in place which i think is probably the abrahamic accords um but anyway he comes in and he makes it stronger right confirms it so we don't know when that's going to be but when that happens boom you better hold on folks because that's the beginning of the tribulation the last thing i wanted to touch on was the two homosexual men um that have monkey pox and now their dog has monkey pox I'm going to leave that up to your imagination or not to your imagination. But uh, that's pretty sick. Anyway, guys, as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, may God bless each and every one of you. May He protect you. May He give you boldness, boldness to tell people about His Son jesus and what jesus has done for them and what jesus can do for you if you are not a believer now today is the day of salvation you don't have to do anything special you don't have to be in a church you don't have to talk to anybody else you can talk to god yourself that's why he sent his son jesus christ to die on a cross to take our place he took the punishment of god he took that wrath so that we don't have to so all you do is cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask him to save you and he will. After that, ask him to forgive you for your sins and he will. Ask him to be the Lord of your life and he will. Folks, nothing else. Just realize that we are all sinners in need of a savior and we deserve death. But thank God he sent his son Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So guys, with that, I'm going to get out of here and uh Hope you guys have a great week. And until then, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha.